Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is WEI Nesson's Andrew Raycroft breaking it down. Razor, thanks for moving up a couple days. Friend, how are you? No, thanks for having me a couple days before Thanksgiving. I am wonderful. Looking forward to the holiday. Uh, we are too. And uh, Bruins lose 5-4 last night in overtime. Uh, I know there was the old uh, double man advantage there in the end. How do you kind of look at the last, I don't know, 30 seconds of last night's game and the Bruins giving up a lead when Tampa was really getting aggressive on the offensive end? Uh, what Was there anything that stood out to you in terms of the way regulation ended last night? Well, it's, it, I mean, the only games that the, the, Four, five games, the last five games that they've lost have seemed to come down to six on five, going back to game seven of the playoffs last year. So that's, that's why I think it's a little bit more stingy uh, when you're four seconds away from closing out a great Tampa team. Puck needs to go out. Anaheim Ducks, Puck needs to go out when they lost in the Garden earlier in this season with the first loss. So the six on five thing's a bit of a, a trend. If there's any negative trend with the best team in hockey mm-hmm. who's got 16 of 17 points. It is a little annoying, and and I think that's more so because of the way the season ended last year than anything else. So, um, anything uh, to read into with Swayman with getting a, him getting another start? No, no, not not from my point of view. Uh, I know they said maintenance after the game. I was kind of thinking the other. I was backing into it when I heard yesterday afternoon. I was thinking, okay, well, if we go rotation this way, the only loss in the season was Allmark, and that was against Detroit. So Swayman's going to play Friday against Detroit, and then Allmark will play in New York. I just thought they switched the rotation for something a little further down the line, um, and, and that's that's the only thing to read into, of course. If they go on the father's trip and Swayman plays both games, uh, then you, you you start talking about maintenance a little bit more. But in my in my experience, if you're able to play the game, you can back up the game. So uh, that that's that's it for me. Razor, uh, some of the criticism of the Bruins have been that they're not or haven't been as efficient in limiting rush chances this season. Is that a fair critique? And if so, what are you seeing? Yeah, it is. It's definitely a fair critique. It's it's been something that's been on the coach's agenda here for a few weeks now. They've continued to say it. The Bruins did a great job against a, a Montreal team that didn't really play very good the other night, but but can get out on the rush. They didn't do so. Tampa was a bit of the opposite. There's quite a few two on ones the first period. There were quite a few opportunities. Um, I, I don't think anyone's really got their finger on it, whether it's the defense jumping in the rush too much, the forwards not reading the defense jumping in the rush, or just not playing with the puck in the right spots on the ice, whether it's getting it deep or, or making the right decisions, I should say. So certainly the team doesn't have it exactly why it's happening because they would have cleaned it up by now, but, but they certainly have to do better because teams like Florida – Teams like Tampa Bay, teams like the New York Rangers on Saturday are going to make you pay at some point. Uh, so we're talking to Andrew uh, Raycroft. So, <clears throat> Razor, uh, the father's trip. How much? Uh, how, mu- how much shenanigans going on on this trip? How, how much of the do the dads kind of really take over the town that they're in? Because I'm assuming they're in Fort Lauderdale or is it anywhere yeah. near that area. I assume the elbow room's cooking right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the dads. <laughs> they, uh, it's funny it's funny I, I we I actually went on a dad's trip down to Florida with with my crew and it was 
it, none of us wanted our dads rooming with us. It's like, put the dads together, let them do whatever the hell they want to do. And it's like, you get up in the morning, like, Hey dad, are you around? Are you alive? Uh, hopefully you made it. So, so no, they'll, uh, they definitely act like kids and, and definitely get into it. And it's a great time. I think like it, this is a night where you'll do the team dinner with everybody and get the dads and, and tell stories. And it's, uh, it's a, it's a really cool experience. It's one, the few, I did two or three trips with my dad, and, and you, you will never forget them. Do you think those do the players tend to, I don't know, just by design, like their their pops, you know, is there and they're watching over them? Do you think that they play harder, or I mean, yeah. is, is so that is? And do you think that they schedule the father's trip, um, which the Montgomery would may seem would be maybe a difficult road trip? Hey, listen, let me let me bring the fathers on this road trip, give the players a little bit of juice. And because they may need it at this point, I don't think there's any you know schematic advantage doing that. I think it just worked out. Like Florida's the best way to do a trip, right? And Florida's the best place for an East Coast team to do any kind of these trips, other than a brother, a sibling's trip to Nashville. Like you can't bring the dads to Nashville, right? Like if you bring the dads <laughs> to Nashville, you will lose them. They are gone. <laughs> they will not make it to the game. Stop so it. you bring the siblings to Nashville where they can keep up and they can hang with the younger crew. You bring the dads to Florida, they can hang out uh, on, on Fort Lauderdale Beach. Uh, I think it just turned out that it, it's Tampa, Florida. So I think location is more important than the actual schedule when you, you book these trips. Hey, Razor, does this happen in every outpost in the NHL, something like this? Or is this just unique to certain organizations? No, most of, I think almost all the organizations have, have a, a scene trip. At, at this point, um, it was certainly new and it was certainly uh, something that not all the teams did when I was playing. But at this point now, everyone's caught up and it's it's important to the families. It's important to the players. I think it's really important to the organizations all, all around. Has a dad <laughs> on one of these trips? Yeah, on Twitch, we <laughs> can see like the dads in the jerseys kind of walking in. Uh and you don't need to name names unless you want to because maybe it's a good friend of yours and you know the dad. Were you ever on one of these trips where the dad was just a disaster? I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, hammered all the time, soiling himself, whatever, you know, hitting it four fairways over off the tee, something like that. Was there ever a dad of a player that just was a mess? Uh, nothing, no one's standing out. And I've, I'm, I am friends with a lot of these dads now or became friends. And that was a cool thing. Like in Toronto, for instance, we did back to back dad trips year after year. So by the time the second one, like they have their buddies, you have your buddies that, that the dads that you want to hang out with and you want to see again. And, um, but, but no, the, I don't remember anyone embarrassing their son <laughs> to the point of uh, complete aggression. Did you have to worry about that? And was it addressed with your dad before he went on one of these trips? No, my dad's pretty laid back. I didn't, I was, I would never be worried about him like passing out on a bar stool at 2 a.m. But <laughs> there's certainly like, I knew he was going out too. Like he's not going to not stay out. Right. So, there was the, 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 the concern in the morning. Okay, everyone feeling good? Are you okay? Can you make it to the practice? How are we doing? Uh, but, but no, I, I might, my mom, that's the other. She would embarrass me. My mom would oh. definitely be the one. Yeah. She would be outgoing and dancing and talking and the whole thing. My dad's a little more laid back. Interesting. Yeah, my mom would walk in with a bottle of wine already open and being <laughs> is, like, hey, we're starting the day. I, I feel you on that one, Razor. So is there, yeah. per, is there like per diem for the dads? See, now, now well, I'm, yeah. 
Uh, so how does all that work on the, like, you guys would normally get, like, your envelope full of money or whatever. Are they, is it the same thing for the dads? And they open it up and be like, holy hell, what is this? Oh, I'm glad you asked. That is the best part for almost all of the dads. When they get on the plane for the first time, like the first NHL plane they've ever been on, they sit down and they see how much food's everywhere and how many, whatever you want to drink, the whole thing, you sit down. And then when the team services guy goes around and hands out envelopes, and yes, they did do that for that effect, the dads just blow their minds, right? Like they can't talk enough about the per diem the rest of the weekend, the 85 bucks a day that they're getting. Do they gamble it? Do wait, do you guys ever gamble your per diem before the plane takes off? Because we used to do that. We would have like a yeah. lottery. Do you guys do you guys do that every flight or is that just, you know, special occasion? No, the, yeah. The, well, there was definitely a crew that, that probably the, the debts needed to pay, be paid with the per diem. Mm. And, and yeah, by the time the plane took off, there was 28 hands of cards played already. Lots of the lots of the team gambling was was done on the plane. Whether you're playing aces or something like that, where you hand out the deck of cards and and cut cards uh, just for the twenty minute bus ride. That's the only time I would get involved in in handing my per diem over to a teammate. I, I imagine the 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 dad's playing cribbage for some reason. <laughs> My dad's a cribbage guy for sure. Hey, okay, yeah. you're is right. Really? I feel like it is. It is. Yes. Okay. Good. I. Because I. I, cause I, I n- I've never heard you talk about it, but I feel like that would be the game of choice for the pops, yeah. for the dads, right? Two for four, two for six. Yeah. Moving the peg. Yeah. Absolutely. Now they're not going to practice, right? Like, or do they get an oh, itinerary oh, as no. well? Yeah, yeah, they're coming to practice. That's like that's where you really get the most. Energy. Like the pregame skates are electric because the dads are in the building. There's so much energy. Like that's really where you. Because of course you get up for all the games, but but you would get up for practicing in front of your dad in all in front of all the dads. There, there is a lot of energy you get from the play or from from the trip. Uh, is there any? That's my baby. I guess that would be the moms. No, that'd be moms. moms would be that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, interesting. You see, you see the highlights of the moms, right? That, that they're in the box and like whoever's kid scores, all the other moms go and hug that mom. <laughs> and, like, they're so for it, you know? <laughs> I love it. I think that is. I think there are so many things that hockey does. That I, I mean, I can only imagine what an NFL plane would be like. Well, there's just too many people. Maybe that's what it is. With if you were able to bring the dads, right? Oh man, it would be awesome, huh? It would be, it would be chaotic. I don't think. I think most of them would not show up, <laughs> and they would miss the flight back. Yeah, they wouldn't know what, really how to handle it. You're exactly right. And the smaller group too. Well, here's the thing, Razor, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. The great Dan Shaughnessy told me once that. A part of the reason he liked covering hockey players was because when you're playing mites and squirts and all that, there's somebody getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. It's taking your ass to the rink. And there's a, a level of family that is very different. There's always that respect. And it is the, yeah, back in the day in Saskatoon, dad got me up to go to the rink, you know, super early in the morning. And in a lot of way, this is the whole familial part of hockey that, People don't romanticize enough in my mind, Razor. Is that wrong in saying it that way? No, I think that you, you nailed it. I, and you know what? You know what else happens, guys? Is since the day I was six years old, the coaches before you got off the ice every single day, and I do it now with my kids when I'm coaching. Is when you guys get off the ice, go thank your parents for driving to the mm. rink today. And it's very, very. Um, beaten into your head is for a lack of a better term in in how much everyone's committing for you to be able to play this sport 
And, uh, and that's, that's brought from a, a really young age. And, and again, I do it to this day is, you know, thank your parents. And, and that's why these trips are so special for the players. Cause this is their, this is the ultimate way to thank them, to see your dad smile when he gets an envelope handed him with a per diem. Like that's, that's as good as it gets for a kid to be able to really thank your parents, your mom, your dad for what they've done. I tell you what, the per diem is so classically that funny. That is great stuff. Well, what's what's this? <laughs> or do they try to give it back? No, no, no. I don't need it. No, I know. Ain't no one gonna pay my way. I can't. I, has it, Razor? Has the dad ever been like, "Hey, can I get this in Canadian?" Yeah, <laughs> like, you're gonna take it home, eh? No, no. The, the dads, the dads didn't spend it. They let us pay use our per diem, and they brought that American money back to Canada. Then uh, it's then oh, they're that's worth right. more. Then it's worth then more. Now doubling. you're working it. Smart group. Oh man. Man, uh, Razor, what is the perfect Thanksgiving plate for Andrew Raycroft? So I, I love the appetizers. So by the time the plate comes, I'm like pretty much stuffed already because I probably had a bottle of wine by that time as well. <laughs> but I'm I like I like a little bit of ham. I like a little bit of turkey. Like not a lot of either of those. I love stuffing. Got to have gravy on the meat and the and the stuffing. And then mashed potatoes without gravy, a little butter on the mashed potatoes. Oh. And then you can make some carrots in there and stuff like that. But, that's but very, that's very controversial. No gravy on the mashed potatoes, and I more than cosign would no, raise what, what else he said that is very key, and I fought people on this, that ham is a Thanksgiving entree. And most people push back on me, say, no, ham is not for Thanksgiving. Ham is for, like, Easter. Ham is Christmas. No, ham... Is yes. also for Thanksgiving. It 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 is yeah. uh, all holiday. I you think can use so. a ham on any holiday, yeah, and I you're think okay. So. Yeah, honey baked ham, one of my favorites. I think you need a ham. Like it, it's it's easy to get, but yes. it's, it's necessary. Yes. You got you to offset yeah. the turkey for sure. Who, Thank who you. doesn't dig on swine? I mean, come on, bro. And what's better than a leftover ham sandwich? Thank you. That is the you other cut part that of it. Big ham up. Oh, mama, that's the best. There we go. Ah. <laughs> uh, Boy, oh boy. Hey, you learned nothing about the team today, no. folks, but when they're that good, we can do this kind of stuff. Razor, have a great Thanksgiving, buddy, and uh, we'll catch you at the uh, normal time next Friday. Thanks a bunch. Awesome, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Same to you. There you go.